Demario. There seems to be a incoming transmission. From from where? It appears to be coming from Earth at a place called NASA. Oh shit, we got too close. Uh-oh. Opening up communications. This is NASA Ground Control, unidentified aircraft. Please identify yourself. Oh, Demario. How would you like to respond to that? Oh man, just tell them we got hella cotton mouth up here. And we see they got a, a bunch of water. We just trying to get some. Ah, fuck. I think we've flown too close. Dingbot, what the fuck is NASA? Demario, NASA is... Uh, fuck. What does it stand for again? NASA is defined as an acronym for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration and the Civilian Space Program. So wait a minute. They're not the police? No, Demario. It's NASA. Oh, hold on a minute. Let me get this button. Here you go. Who the fuck is this? What's your name? This is Glitter. Shut your bitch ass up. Man, fuck you. Motherfucker, I'm not identifying shit. You identify yourself. Wait, 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 wait. Everybody, calm down. I have one question. Do y'all have some weed down there? Because we just ran out. Sounds like a code green up there. Man, y'all go get your own. NASA out. Oh, nigga, you don't understand. May uh, what's the word? Mayday! Mayday! We need weed! Ain't this about a bitch? Play the fucking intro. Who they? Who they? They're not from around. It's gotta be my imagination. I think it's in their face. I think it's in their face. I think it's in their face. They not from around here. I think it's in their face. Who they? Welcome to the mothership, bitches. Welcome back to the Who That Podcast. This is B. Hope you had a good week. And of course, we always have with us uh, the maestro Demario. What up, what up? And we have the man with the plan, uh, the ding bot himself, Matt. Yeah, sometimes. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? And this week we have our our guest. We have a guest this week, guys, and she is just amazing. Y'all gonna love her. And like, well, we'll clip all this. Y'all gonna love her. Her name is Jasmine Armstrong. Jazzy, how you doing today? Hello, guys. I'm Jasmine with JCA. The softest voice yeah, on the planet. Let me go ahead and turn that mic up. <laughs> We're gonna crank her mic up just a little thank bit. You, thank you. Okay. All right, how's everybody doing today? Everybody have a good week? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Pretty good. Lovely. Thank you for asking. Uh, my uh, aunt and uncle stopped by with their uh, two babies, my two little baby cousins. What was the occasion? Um, so for they they just wanted to get like a little getaway from Florida and. Um, yeah, uh, and today is actually his birthday too. Oh, okay. So, kind of, I got to spend some time with him in the morning, uh-huh. and got to see the babies and stuff. And they're so freaking adorable! Oh my god. Uh, what about you, Brandon? Oh man, I've been chilling. I've I've been just working, doing t-shirts. Uh, did a couple photo shoots. Uh, got a video shoot that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, went up to Murfreesboro a couple of times. Came back down. Just been running around, kicking with my son a lot. He's been with me. The, the whole time and so we've been having a great time like we've been just enjoying the summer man i'm just glad it's warm outside so i'm trying to do anything i can that, right <laughs> that where i can Enjoy just be outside it. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know you guys noticed that uh rachel is not with us today mm. she is um she's taking care of some mm. two people that had surgery yeah Thanks. so yeah. you know shout out to her you know thank you sending for doing good, good vibes deeds. that way definitely definitely so, Doing good deeds and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I went and checked out the uh, the new Men in Black. It was dope. It was dope. It, I, I saw that. Yeah. It was. Um, it has the uh, the the girl and the guy, right? Tessa so Thompson. The two men. It's that's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the dude from. It's the dude, the two from Thor Ragnarok. You know. Okay. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then uh, what's the chick's name? You remember? Uh, Tessa Thompson. There you go. She was good with that. I ain't good with that. Really shit. nice. Yeah. So how how was that though? Because, uh, it was I mean, good chemistry between the two of them. You know the same, 
it was like the same chemistry from Thor Ragnarok, which I love that movie. Yes. Right. Yeah. Did y'all like it too? I yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. So I, did. I love that movie, and it was to me, it's one of the better Marvel movies. Some people I'll, say it's you, not, but you took the words right out of my mouth. Who who said it's not? And there's never people out there that's not fit. It's like this: if you like Thor Ragnarok. Then you know the people that don't like Thor Ragnarok are really big fans of like Winter Soldier, the Captain America. They okay. like the more serious Marvel. But I mean that Thor Ragnarok was just such a good storyline. It took you through planets mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. it was a Thor storyline with Planet Hulk. Yeah, kind of combined a little bit of both in it. Yeah, and it was dope. I appreciate I it. Like, but Men in Black. Um, international. I mean, the storyline wasn't super unpredictable. I mean, it is a man in black, men in black movie. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was dope though. It was the, the special effects were good and it took a different turn than than the other men in black movie. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was like a breath of fresh air into an old franchise. I gotta admit though, it's hard for me to get away from Tommy Lee Jones. I love Mm -hmm. that old fucker. Yeah. Oh yeah. His oversized earlobes are adorable. Like, it's just, <laughs> dude is just great in everything I see him in. Right. But I also saw Toy Story 4. Yeah. Holy shit. I wrote Toy Story off because, like, the first three, you know what I mean? It was like, all right, they put a good end to it. Because Toy Story is my first memory in life. Oh, like, yeah. I, I don't know what happened, like, at, at four years old or whatever mm-hmm. that just kicked in. But my first memory in life was is Buzz Lightyear and Woody like on TV right so like after the third one I was like okay that's a good trilogy wrapped it all up you know what I mean so when they was making a fourth I was like oh come on you're just right dragging it out you're dragging it out right but man yo Pixar oh, they killed it oh man like really good like like I would go as far to say it's better than the third one not better than mm-hmm. one or two but okay. definitely better than the third one though okay. and I was surprised by that because my, my son loved it and I was just like well holy shit so Brandon, you uh you really enjoyed Toy Story Four? Man, it was amazing. Right. I loved it. Right. That's good. That's good. Um, Matt, you had some news for the kids since we're talking about Toy Stories. Yeah. Um. So, um, Toys R Us. You guys remember them, right? So of they actually uh, closed down last year. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. That was a heartbreaking. Man. Well, okay. So oh. Toys R Us is to reopen stores in the U.S. later this year. Dun, dun, dun. I know, guys. I know. I'm actually really excited, honestly. The fucking giraffe is um, back. It's, right. um, <laughs> it is expected to reopen just in time for the 2019 holiday season. Uh, uh, let's see. So, Toys R Us uh, is to uh, is expected to launch an e-commerce site, store, and... Oh, shit. Just go ahead. Just say that. Go ahead. They're launching an e-commerce site. Yeah. Fuck up yeah. Spaces. Oh my. Yeah, like, I'm oh, looking at you like you're like um. Oh, that was almost touched. Get it out, my nigga. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had like so much shit going through my head. Um, Why? It's Toys R Us. No, no. I didn't say it, dude. <laughs> I'm so, anyway, Toys R Us. Um, they're expected to launch oh. a e-commerce site and several stores in the U.S. later this year. Um, the new stores, according to Bloomberg, the site, um, are expected are expected to be um, a third of the size of the tra- traditional Toys R Us outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, a former executive of the company, Richard Berry, has been trying to bring back the chain. Berry is now the CEO of True Kids Incorporated, a new company that took over the Toys R Us brand in February. So I'm very excited to see that coming back. Granted, they're going to be third the size of... I imagine they're probably going to be like... Like a little outlet store. No, like KB Toys. Yeah. Uh, yes. Maybe so. Oh, that's who remembers that's KB fine. Toys? Oh, KB Toys was amazing. Was amazing. Yes. Oh, yeah. You go oh, in there. I, Toys R Us was a little far away for us. We went like maybe twice a year. But Still, like... It was amazing. KB Toys was at every mall. Mm-hmm. Yes. KB Toys is awesome. But Toys R Us holds a special part in my in my in my heart. I got yeah. the worst whooping of my life in, in Toys R Us. Every kid did. Yo. The worst whooping. I went missing for like uh, like two and a half hours. Oh man. Like but I was in one spot the entire time. I was in one spot. Like I was just like fascinated. I busted open the toys and I'm like sitting there playing. They're doing the the 
the APB on the announcements and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, doing the So they're looking for My mom is frantic. Cops are outside. Like, oh, there's a missing child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Your I'm, mom I'm, turned into Medea, boy. <laughs> you know, when they found me just sitting in an aisle, like, just ducked off, like, like hiding in an aisle because I had bust open the toy packages and knew I wasn't supposed to. So oh when gosh. they finally found me, I got so fucked up in front of police oh, that they didn't man. say it. It was no, it was no kid brutality back then. Yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, whoop him because yeah. all of us are out here. <laughs> like, right, right. She beat my ass in but, front um, of police. But yeah, no, I'm super excited to see that come back because uh, uh, yeah, it, it would have sucked to have them gone forever because uh, they were a really big part of my life as well. Uh, being right, born and raised in Orlando, we had one like right around the corner. So it was uh, it was fun to go to that uh, oh, back when I was a nice kid. Life. So I wonder if like KB Toys and Toys R Us came together or some shit like this. KB you know Toys R Us, like Make like if they came together, like look, you know, if you do this and you it's at this combo. size, rather than. <laughs> You know, do this at a much larger scale. We'll probably be able to make it work. You know, because KB, I think KB Toys went under first, didn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, KB's been gone for a while. Yeah, exactly. But Toys R Us, the thing with them is, even when they were like, like when it was rumors that they were going out of business, they didn't lower their prices. Right. They they, they kept the same price point. I'm like you're going out of business. Right. Like at least clear this inventory out. Right. And they wouldn't. I was like, but this is why you're going out of business. So I hope that it's a third of the size means it's a third of the price. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Uh, what you got for us today, Brandon? Um, well, honestly, I want to talk about Bernie Sanders. Go because ahead. that's my guy. Right. And and I just been like really looking into him and like that that seventy seven year old man, I love him. I'm not even a politics. I'm I, I think I'm registered to vote. I'm not sure. Ooh. Go go get registered to vote because I've heard it's important. Yeah. But I've never voted ever. I didn't vote for Obama. I didn't vote for anybody. Right. Like, I just I'm one of those people that always thinks that they're selected behind the curtains, anyways. Right. So I've never really taken the time. But Bernie Sanders has my full support. I love him. Right. And I just keep like keep tabs on him and stuff that he does because I'm always looking for faults. Right. Like with any politician, I think that instead of us taking the the hoopla and everything, look for the faults. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's why I wasn't a big Hillary Clinton. Fan and yeah, there was a lot of scandal behind that. A there. lot of yeah. faults. It was a lot of faults. I just couldn't get jiggy with that. So yeah. like, get so with that. I like that. <laughs> so like with Bernie, I can't find any faults to where I just I'd like him in the th- in the fact of he keeps saying things that should get you killed. Yeah, he keeps saying <laughs> he doesn't like it. Just he he doesn't care. Right. He keeps talking about banks and how he's gonna like like break up banks and how the the they can how politics is controlled by big money. Yeah. The last president that said that was JFK. Yeah. You, you know what happened with him. Right. So, like, the fact that he's still out here, like, fearless. I just want to, like, I don't know what, I, I'm not. Uh, I love Bernie Sanders, too. But let me tell you, this is this is what happens with Bernie Sanders. Young people love <laughs> Bernie Sanders. I love him. Older voters who actually go out and vote feel like he's too old to run our country. I fuck with Bernie Sanders. See, another thing that pisses me off is... People, you know, they judge you if you're Democrat, if you're Republican, whatever. And I'm not neither of that shit, you know. I just vote for the candidates I feel who are closest to my own interests. Right. So, for me, the reason I like Bernie Sanders is because most of his topics and the problems he's discussing are lower income to middle class. Yeah. They focus on us. As people, mm-hmm. rather than a bunch of foreign policies or building walls to Mexico and all that bullshit, like, right. like he, I can relate to the topics that he is discussing and the, and the stuff he's discussing. So that's why I like Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the same. You just summed up everything that I like about him. Right. Like in the fact that he cusses. He cusses. <laughs> he cusses. I love that. Like, I, what's up, what's up, man? So, I don't want to be the negative Nancy, I guess you would say. No, right? fuck that. Come on. But, like, okay, so he's a politician. Yes. Correct? I don't like that. I like Donald Trump because he's not, he's a non-politician. And politicians like to hide a lot of shit. They say things and then they, 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 they don't do, um, well, uh, what, 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 what was the thing I just said? It was, uh, do what you say, say what you do. Say what you, whatever. Right, right, right. They'll say that, but don't 
won't do the action that they said, if that makes sense. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Well, man, that's, that's every politician. Let me but tell you, if you have it, a problem with that, then there are a thousand and one videos of Donald Trump saying things, and then in the same interview saying he didn't say that. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? There's a thousand and one of those. That's true. So, I, I don't know. I, but, I'm, but I'm with you, though, because I like Donald Trump for the entertainment factor. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah. need him to actually be in control of anything. Yeah. I don't need him to be in power. Like, like right now, you know, Iran is in the news, and I feel like Iran is a country we just should not mess with. And Donald Trump is not somebody I feel like should be in control of. If we do or don't mess with a country that's backed by two countries we owe money to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but entertainment factor wise, I love the hell out of him. Every week he surprises me. When he first got elected, and his first interview was in the, his golden room in Trump Tower. I was like, this is gonna be the most the most hilarious four years we've ever seen, because the president's first interview is on a golden couch. Right, <laughs> right. You ain't never seen nothing like that. Right. But like politician wise, I think he sucks. But just as a character, like when you watch his interviews yeah. and like how seriously he takes the interview compared to when he's actually just talking to the press, right? He's hilarious. Right. But like from a politician perspective, I think Bernie Sanders just actually has. Some very simple, like doable ideas. He just wants to like because his whole his whole argument is the rest of the of modernized countries do this. Right. He like all the other countries that are up to date in the world do this. We need we need Medicare for all. We need schools that are that are tuition free. And and when everybody tells them, oh, well, we can't do that. Well, every other country does it. Why we can't? We're the only one that doesn't. Right. And that's why I like his argument because it's not like he's trying to do some radical stuff. He's really just like, yo, everybody else does this, and we don't. Right. And, and I, I just, and I just like that. I'm like, he just, he keeps it simple. And the fact that he just, he blatantly says that he's going after banks. Right. Because after the the 2008 recession, that was my first experience, like, like with my mom or like with like like friends or whatever, to where you can go to a bank, and they can tell you that you can't get your money out. That's right. to me, to me in my mind, that's when it was the trigger. I was like, oh, this is a this is beyond us. Right. These are really just numbers on the screen. Like there's, there's, there comes a point where you're, it's out of your control. It's your money, but it's not yeah, in your control. Right. So like, so the fact that he's like, yeah, I don't like those guys, and Wall Street is the first place I'm gonna go. Right. <laughs> like, I, like I just love the fact that he's saying things that get you killed. Right. <laughs> he right, just right. doesn't care. I it's just awesome. His age, uh, you know, and, you know, and I think that's why he does it yeah. because of his age. Because he's like, I'm 77. I've lived life. Yeah. I can talk. Because if you know, if you notice, it's only young kids and really old people that'll tell you the God's honest truth. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And so, I feel like he's crossed that border where he's like, you know what? I don't give a damn. Here's, <laughs> a, here's the thing with Bernie too. Okay. So people, black people, I've heard a lot of them say they're not going to fuck with Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders said he doesn't, he's not going to address reparations. Right. Which, I'm going to be real with you, my my thoughts on that, I don't care if he addresses it or not, because I feel like we're beating a dead horse. But people are like, no, you just come together and it'll it'll happen and da da da. But that's not that's not what he's trying to achieve. That's not the battle he wants. That's a no. battle that'll take all four years. And he's like, look, man, I got other shit I can fuck with that I can get done. Like, yes, you know? yes. Like, and if I was Bernie Sanders, I'd be like, look, if your black president didn't tackle it, psh, motherfuckers, I ain't tackling. What do you want? You I'm from Vermont. <laughs> I'm from Vermont. Right. right. What y'all want me to do? Right. Like, I haven't really had to think about that. And when it comes to reparations, that's been in the news this week too. Yeah, uh, they had the the judiciary judiciary committee hearing in Congress and everything about right. having reparation uh, councils and all that. I feel like that black people are owed reparations, but it's not going to happen. No, and and we should might we might as well just be like uh, this. All right, this might be controversial. This is my thought. I feel like you should just take advantage of all the welfare. And all the food stamps. And that's your reparations. You should just take advantage of every single thing that they have out there. Every grant. You should write to every grant. You should write to every every single thing that the government has. You know that dude on, on the commercials with the question marks on his suit and everything? Yeah. You should buy every book he's ever put out. And take advantage of everything that the government's given away for free. 
and it's right there. And that's reparations. There you go. <laughs> because they're not gonna give it to you directly just on some no. like we're bad. Oh, too that's much. my bad. Like, the 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 pot has melted together too, too much. much. Like to where you give what to? Ex- that's what I'm, I'm saying. Exactly. It's <clears> just, it so ain't like we got five families. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're saying to only give it to black people, not white people. Like everybody, everybody should be in in on it, right? Not just no, like one. No, no, what no, are you? What are you, what, are you, what, are you, are you talking? Well, I'm. I'm are uh, you mean like reparations? You mean me take like when I say take advantage of welfare and all that? Yeah, only only black people get. Well, food stamps on stuff. Well, no, 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 no. I'm no, saying no, no, no. that okay. every black person should just sign up. What we he's saying just, is, just, since just, we're not going to get reparations, we're not going to get a piece of the pie, we're going to go in and we're going to take a piece of the pie yes. by the things they already have laid out. And getting we're not going to give you reparations, but we have this, 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 and this. We should just walk in and be like, all right, I want all of that. Baby. Yes, I yeah. want yeah. I want welfare. I want, and that's what, he, that's what he's saying. Yeah. You know, now, as far as, you know, as far as reparations, I just... It's not it, it, like you said. It's a you big know, melting pot. I'm black. I support it. You know what I mean? Like, but if you realistically, it, it's, yeah. it's a melting pot, though. Yes. How do you like we? It's it's we've mixed in so much, like you said, to where it's like, yeah, I'm black, but I got some Cherokee in me. Then, right. You know, and my mom. Are we giving little Liam with the white mom reparations? You know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, like, what are you gonna do now? Like, right. like yeah, then, I mean, you you have children. I mean, what do you? How do you I feel? do. I don't know. I'm, you're not chiming in on that one. <laughs> uh, but um, I feel like I, like it's, it's I just hate talking to a blank wall. I hate talking to people who really don't care if that makes sense. So I feel like if reparations was something they wanted to do, it would be done. Right. Exactly. So like for me, exactly what you said, for me. People are like, I'm not fucking with Bernie Sanders because he's not addressing reparations. And I'm like Maybe he feels like his time would be better suited elsewhere. Like if we got Bernie in office, and he spent all years, all four years trying to get reparations, and he gets nowhere. Then we've really wasted Bernie we've Sanders. Wasted. Yeah, because you still got to pay for college. Yeah, you still yeah. got to pay for your own your own uh, health care. Right. You still got to deal with the banks. Like you still got to do all that. Like you just let him do all the other stuff he's already trying to push. Right. He's got an agenda. That he, he knows how. He's to get. bringing his own reparations this is, in. This is shit. He done sat on the toilet taking the shit, planning out. You know, what <laughs> years. <laughs> yes. This is that. He ain't thought about reparations. Yeah. I went back shit. and and watched some interviews from like 1970. Uh huh. When, and he was still old then. It's, oh, it's yeah. amazing. He's, well, he's like, uh, he's, I don't know. Wait, 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 we're going to name some people that's always been old. Uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yes. Huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Somebody that's always been old. Who's yeah. uh, always been old? <laughs> I, I'm Patrick. Uh, he plays on Star Trek and uh, Patrick Stewart. It's Patrick Stewart. You yeah. took Stewart. mine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> X? Yes. Oh, oh you took mine. Yeah. He's oh, always man. been old. He's always been old. You got Brandon? He just took mine. I was oh, like, okay. it's the <laughs> ball head that does it. He's been able to do it for years. Yeah. It's, it's Clint shit. Eastwood. Always oh, been he's old. Always been old. He's real old in his movies now. He's you know? always been old. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. Always been, been old. old. Damn, Billy Bob. Yeah. And that's such a young name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just some people that's just always been um, old. Oh, definitely, yeah. Bernie I mean, Sanders has always been old. But here's the thing, old. like, what is his name? Samuel Jackson has never aged. Yeah. No. Think about Ooh. how he looks now. He's really aging backwards. Picture him in Time to Kill versus him oh, in Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Is, uh, him in a Time to Kill looks like him now plus... 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's aging pers- backwards for real. A good person that has not aged and it's trippy. Yeah. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? Pull yes. Up Paul, Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. You are right. Are you talking about Ant-Man? Yes. Ant-Man. Yeah. He has, he's like what? In his 50s? Is he? And Ant-Man still is not looking like this. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's wow. still, I mean like I, I That's a white man it. that moisturizes right there. Right. I don't know, man. <laughs> He's got the, uh, what's the, 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 the cream you got? Oh, yeah. The shea butter. Yeah, it's Jasmine. Butter. What's that cream you got? That whip shea butter, kiss my shea. Yeah. 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 All that secret is the kiss my shea. That's my spokesman right now. Right. Yeah, he, he is 50 years old. He was born April 6, 1969. Oh, wow. He's 50 years old and he looks like that. Shout out to Paul Rudd, man. I mean, you're doing great. I don't know if it's like some Luminati. 
No. Those women out to keep you young. Yeah, right. Yeah, blood of a goat. Blood, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it's just crazy. And like Robert Downey Jr., fifty-four years old. Yeah. Chris yeah. Evans, thirty-eight. That gives me hope because like I feel like at twenty-seven I haven't done shit with my life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, uh, thirty-one. People keep I mean, thinking I'm twenty, like eight. Yeah. You so you look really really young. You do look young. I think it's like, like shape button. Yeah. You're lucky that you're tall because that's, that's the only thing that makes somebody be like, oh, you might be a little. <laughs> I am pretty tall. Like if you I'm weren't like tall, five, you seven, you definitely though. look like you're twenty-four. When you came into the mothership, see, we had a guy here earlier. Shout out to Ben. Yeah, um, <laughs> name dropping the name. Yeah, of ben. Oh, ben, ben is an active Shout listener. Like when Matt ben. walked in, yes. he was like, "You're the model on the on the podcast." That's yes. how he identified. He recognized his voice. Oh, so shout man. out to Ben. Shout yeah, out shout out to Ben. Shout out. Yeah. Be safe, homie. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> when Jasmine walked in. He his eyes went like just, boop, it bugged saw, out. He was he looking at Jasmine like she was like <laughs> Amazon <laughs> goddess yeah. that came through the door, <laughs> you know. It was like, like, oh. yes. You ever felt like prey before and the predator was in the room? <laughs> 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 I was like, hey, yes, hey. <laughs> yes, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ben, ben is cool. Ben's family is cool. Yeah. They're good ben. people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh Ben, we sat back and we had a long conversation about some uh, some business endeavors, and okay. we had a couple drinks. And he might have had a couple drinks before he got here because he was. Here. I had to sit him down on the couch and let him take a nap. But shout out to my boy Ben. All right, I'm not gonna you. put too much of your business out there, but no. I'm gonna say a shout out. You're definitely a cool guy, and it was awesome to meet you, uh, Ben. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. You take care, buddy. All the hey, see around. tacos that he brought. Oh, yeah, dude. Tacos. tacos. That was yeah. Have you ever tacos. met tacos somebody who doesn't like though. tacos? And if you have met somebody that doesn't like tacos, are they still your friend? Right. Can you really trust a person that doesn't like tacos? Yes. I, I haven't. I, I met somebody who only likes Taco Bell, but they don't eat like real Mexican tacos. Oh, wow. Uh, now, live in that what ethnicity life. are they? <laughs> They're black. Okay. <laughs> really? Well, this, let me tell you something. Mexican food is really like came into its own the last probably 10 years here in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Before that, we was making hood ass Mexican. Like, hey, you can tell, me. somebody told me, you know, you want carne asada? I'd be like, I don't even know what the fuck that what is. But, yeah. but, but cook it up. Cook it up, though. Let but now we you know. Mean. You remember, it used you to just be. salsa, cheese, and, and meat. What you. Right, <laughs> salsa cheese. And well, you and Doritos for the nachos. Right, <laughs> right. and it used to yeah, it used yes. to just be oh, yes, yeah, salsa. Right. California, they have never heard of cheese dip. What? If you go to California and go to a Mexican restaurant as for cheese dip, they'll look at you like a fool, and still to this day, it's a phenomenon for me. Really? Wow. They don't know what I cheese need to ask. They don't go to go to California yeah, and ask to. go to a Mexican restaurant. Ask for like, some queso. Hey, I want some queso and they're gonna look at you like, huh? Oh, so that's a that's an American I have I learned that after going to California and back. Wow. I need to ask my roommate, uh, David. He's um he's from California. Mm-hmm. I need to go ask him. Ask I mean him. I'm, I I believe you. No, but, but like, like ask him I mean, wait to the look on yes. his face like queso, what? Yeah. yeah no, I'm not going to ask is, but in a, in um, a bowl, yeah. though. He'll be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Do they serve cheese dip in, Mexi- in Mexican restaurants in California? Yeah, I want to so see what he says. Yo, shout out to so the listeners. Like, if any listeners, yes. yeah, exactly. like, if, right. if any of y'all have been out to Cali, like, let us yeah. know your, your cheese yeah. dip experience. I've got a friend I'm real <laughs> close to that, that lived in Cali. Shout out to Stephanie. I'll ask Stephanie when I talk to her. Because you love Casey. I guess we'll, you know, talk to each other. Like, David, Stephanie, and we'll come back at it. So, we're going to go ahead and take this next few minutes and we're going to hand the mic over to Jasmine. She's going to tell us a little yeah, something yeah, about yeah. herself, bring herself in, and then we'll go into the interview with Jasmine and she talks. Hey. Hey. How are you hey. guys? Oh, we doing good. good. We're just glad to have you. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Can you, hopefully everybody can hear me. I do have a soft-spoken voice. So hopefully y'all can hear me loud enough. My Thank name you. is Jasmine. I'm from Columbia. And I'm the first modeling talent agency out of Columbia, black female owned. Woo-hoo. <laughs> um, Making history. I started this three years ago. My friend, uh, my friend Brandon, who's actually 
Is that, is that what they call you on the podcast? B? B. Okay, B. <laughs> we had did a radio show a couple of years ago, and then he had won a photo shoot. And I had modeled in years. And, like, that was my first time in years. I'd have it all three of my babies um, modeling. And I just remember standing there with my hands full of glitter, like, oh, my God, I'm modeling again. And so after that, I looked into more shows, and I started, you know, doing runway editorial. I got uh, published for the first time at the um, Kiss by Shay shoot. Kiss by Shay shoot for Afropunk. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So shout out for B for doing that for me. I really appreciate it. And then after that, I decided, you know what? It's been about a year. I want to do my own modeling agency. I've, I've been in a few shows. I see how they run, and I, I don't know what they're looking for as far as modeling and stuff. And from 2016 on is when I, we did our first. Uh, it was called It's a Vibe. Um, we did our first art gala then and then after that JCA just kept it going and for the last two years I've done it at the Fairfield and it's been just pretty much just like all these different poets and body painters and well this year I had body painters but I'll have canvas painters come and it's just a day of poetry and of art if everybody come and enjoy and I've been doing it for it last three years now um i signed my first two models elizabeth and royce shout out to those two who want to be a part of the jca family you signed them yes that's hard yeah i'm so excited and um gosh kishana shanky dank is thinking about it so shanky needs to go ahead i love shout out to shanky shout out to kishana Flemings. i love her so it's just been it's been great actually um thanks to you know, modeling, doing runway, meeting all these different people and designers. I'm able to, after I train these beautiful models, get them to work in. Um, shout out to the walk-in closet. I just started a part- uh, partnership with those guys. They're really cool people. They dress me for tea talks. Um, anytime they have anything going on up there, they always usually normally have me come up there and host. All the models are really beautiful. Mina G. Um, she also has a model uh, modeling agency, but hers is going to be more into promoting and branding the model so me i'm a mother talent um agency i get the aspiring models she get the ones who are pretty much experienced they know what to do and all she's going to do is get you together to market and brand you so we're partnering together to pretty much just make the biggest modeling agency company you've ever seen in life you know what i mean beautiful men beautiful women from all different shapes and size we don't have just one size model all of our models extremely vary and it's more than just learning how to walk learn how to take a picture like we teach you etiquette we teach you how to walk into any go see any cattle call and to stand out because um, when you go to these model causes you and a hundred other girls so it's like how do i out of all these hundred people stand out and i always tell the girls be yourself be the most pushed you you can be but show your personality don't be like oh my gosh she was so good i wonder how i could be more like her because the moment you start thinking like that you lose yourself you're no longer you so just be your most poised self and have fun and don't take it so serious you know do only take the jobs that you really enjoy and don't do anything that you feel uncomfortable that's about the best time to talk but don't be the typical model now who is just starting out that goes in there take a picture let me see the picture let me see the photo let me believe me oh my that God. photographer yeah. is not going to put out anything that he would not want people to tag him mm. in and say i took that picture so that is a big thing with models me being a model as well i need to team up with you guys someday and just yes. like you know come, come. seriously i mean you guys do take men right we do we do okay. take men i must okay. definitely take men okay. it's hard to get men to modeling it's almost like you want me to pose you want me to look cute no not look cute i need you to look be masculine masculine and you know yeah be a man i need i need men you, models all you've the time. seen uh some of my pictures too and i, I think and i did okay really good Matthew. Yes. like i really love all your photos like i can mostly most definitely use i think it was one where your hands was in the door yes. i was like yes folk i need that Ooh. okay well thank you so much <laughs> I, thank do you. Yeah, I definitely need to um um be in contact most definitely and then if you are looking for a jca um the email is just just cause bookings because it's jca is just cause agency I do it just because I want to, you know, I do it. Most people ask you why you're doing things and 
most of the time I don't have an answer for that without having this big, long, drawn-out story. So how about just because I want to? So just because agency, you can email me at justcausebookings2 at gmail.com, and, and there is an S after the bookings. And send me anything. Um, I am going to be start working with children here soon. I just um, partnered with this one lady who gets shows for the kids because that's another thing with the agency. Like I said, I do majority of the training. I get you prepared. I let you know what you need in your model bag. But, you know, that was one of the things when we got done. It was like, okay, so where do we go from here? What can I do? So now three years later working with so many designers and other agencies and just networking with boutiques and things, I can now get you jobs. It's <laughs> mm, amazing. And people... People don't realize, like, as a modeling agency, all the different angles. Like, when you talk about modeling, your average person is like, you know, they picture runway. And that's, yes. that is such the furthest thing. From, oh, my gosh, so much more. Right. Yeah. And, and even with you, Matt, with you doing modeling, there's always male model calls for, for acting, especially. Because if you think about it, what, four out of five movies star men? Yes. I mean, you know what, yeah. You know, so. I hate to even say it, just be like that. I mean, that's that's what it is, you know? So, you know, when you guys hear about this modeling agency, you can do you can do just some print modeling, you can do acting, you can do just anything, commercial modeling. Some people are hand and foot models. Mm-hmm. Like I'm that's a, so cool. I'm a foot model. Like wow, <laughs> you know <laughs> And they have makeup for foot models, so if you're worried about what your feet look like, don't worry. They have makeup for it. Yeah, they, they have, it's, it's just so much They have hair models. Um, some people just want you just for your hair. They barely ever show your face. They just need your hair. Just the top of your head. It's like, oh, yeah, this is going to go yeah. great clips. No. They do. My, my <laughs> one girlfriend, every time she does a hair, a set of hair, for the most part, you never get to see the, the person's face. Mm-hmm. It's just a side-by-side and a back shot. And it's like, okay, you obviously know this picture is strictly for hair. Right. Yeah. Right. So, just to clarify for some of the listeners yes. out here, I know you said your your first shoot or your first published shoot was for Afropunk. Yeah, it was. Tell them what published. Afropunk is. Afropunk is just it's almost just, gosh, it's everything black excellence. It's so beautiful. You have braids, you have afros, you have festivals, you have everything that normally people like when you do something that's out of the normal black culture. They all they. They want to stigmatize it as you're being white acting. You're acting like a white person. And it's like, no, like we like rock and roll, too. We like festivals, too. We like everything that's supposed to be stigmatized as white people's stuff. So it's like, well, they're going to hit you with the Afro-punk. So after we did the Kissed by by Shay shoot, um, we had a lady there that did really cool, like, um, I'm going to say galactic type of makeup and then we made our hair big afros and we put bandanas around our head and it was just a bunch of us taking pictures they look like black female superheroes like superheroes rock stars like Like, everything you could possibly it was like guardians of the galaxy it was so much fun the the black female guardians i don't even know what i would right guardians of what what would that be i really couldn't tell you it was beautiful and then i had me and my girl with the fist pump with the fist up and had my afro out and her afro out and oh. it was just it was amazing yeah so afro punk is amazing y'all should go look at it and then they don't discriminate like i said me and obviously you know masculine but they have men in there with shoes dressed in flowers with a big pink backdrop on it so right, right. things that you would normally see they're all about everything that you don't normally see and put it in your face in a very artistic way. Right, right. That's okay. what I love about them. So thank you, B, for doing it for me. Hey, no problem. Thank, thank you, for, you for doing it like, with and me. And Damika um, Davis, she was the makeup artist for that. Right. So Our awesome. first shoot, we went, we shot for the stars. Right. We really did. <laughs> so that was a good day. This, uh, the boutique you partnered up with, kind of give us a little details about them also. Oh, Mina G, she's absolutely amazing. Um, She's over the walk-in closet. And the walk-in closet is just a gently used boutique of um, used clothing. But if you ever go there, like most places you go in, you look for clothing, you try it on, you second-guess yourself or whatever you bought and you leave. When we walk into the walk-in closet, they're going to sit there and they're going to tell you if you look good or not. 
And they're going to ask you, what are you looking for? They'll help you shop in there. And then they're going to uplift. They're going to be like, yes, that looks good. Or no, that's doing something funny around your hips. Let's find right, something right. else for you. So it's fun to be able to go into a place that not only are you, are you shopping, but you have a personal shopper in there that's so excited to have you in there shopping. I mean, it's like, yes, girl, yes. Or no, girl, uh-uh, let's, let's try this out again. And right in the front when you come in, they have like $3 racks. I think mm-hmm. last time I went there, I got a dress for my daughter. I got two shirts and a dress for myself. So, like, they always have sales. And the coolest thing is that they throw a runway show there once mm. a month. Oh, nice. Once a month. And then they're always open to different hosts um, and different models. And the coolest thing is because they're in a corner. But nobody knows or realizes that every time they have these runway shows, there's like four model talent agencies that always come through. Oh, nice. MTM comes in, John Casablanca, of course, JCA is in the building. Right. Like, they have all these different model agencies who are looking for different models right here in this corner. Right. Mm-hmm. So, nice. it's so shout cool. out to all the, the models. Maybe you need to go talk to them. Yes, between two and five, Monday through Friday, they're always doing open model call for their shows. Do they get fat boy clothes? They do. Oh, my gosh, they do. They do not discriminate against weight. My friend Beth is a 3X, and when we first went up there, she she was like, well, I know this is not going to take long for me because most of the time they have one or two pieces. We got up there, she killed her hand up like, um... I'm going to be a minute. <laughs> Take your time. She she left with three dresses. She normally leaves with two or three items every time now. She loves going up See, there. Being, being a bigger fellow, I'm a husky guy, big guy. Big guy. That's the only, nothing has changed really in my life. You know, my life has been pretty much the same being a big guy. The, the hardest part about being a big guy is finding clothes. And the walk-in closet can take must definitely take care of you. Okay, right. sure Matt, did you have something? Yeah, yeah. Um, is it located in Franklin? It is in the Murfreesboro area. Murfreesboro. Yeah, okay. off of yeah, Northwest Broadway Street. Okay. And that right. little plaza, I think, is what Big Lots or something right over there. Yep. In the uh, Dollar Mart. Well, I mean, we, we already established that it has guy clothes. Right. So, right. Well, so um, another thing, the reason. I wanted Jasmine to come in here. Hey. She is a female entrepreneur, which they are on the rise. I'm very sure. much so prominent the last five to ten years. But Especially these a, last five. Yes. These last five, man. And for all the, the ladies out there, the lady listeners and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, being a female entrepreneur is, is empowering. You learn a lot about life, I would say, and learn a lot about people. And how they're gonna open doors and try and close doors, and try you know it's a it's it's a thing it's a lifestyle, and it's an adjustment, and you should hear it from somebody that's doing it. It most definitely is being a woman. I'm gonna be honest with you, ladies. Like you got to get some tough skin, and like damn near put a chastity belt on. Okay, men will want to over. Oh, yes. I'm sorry to interrupt. Can I just brag on you real quick? Thank you. Go right ahead. All right. All right. Because I've, I've been front row for this whole thing like Thank when it comes you. to the woman entrepreneurship. So I just I just need to like brag on my friend because here in Columbia, and, and we have a lot of listeners from everywhere, but here in Columbia, what Jasmine has been able to do is completely foreign to this area. Like she's truly created a, a market. And become the host of that market and the and the and the push of models because we have uh, awards here, you know, for local yeah, entrepreneurs, yeah, local so talent, fun. local artists, and everything. And those awards, after Jasmine started doing her thing, they had to add more categories to it. Right. So that's that's what she's actually been able to do. So not only is she is an entrepreneur, but she's a a major influence on a on it's a trendsetter. Like like truly like exactly like the definition of it. Like when it comes to uh, because of her entrepreneurship, she has helped with the community garden, and she in the for the love of community garden is is her thing. So she's opened yeah. up things for the for the community based off of the influence she's been able to do based on her entrepreneurship. So being a, a mom of three and being a woman of color here where we live and being able to set up a market for artists, for models, for photographers and everything and then doing it consistently over and over again. And like she like she just said, you know, we did the first photo shoots together and all that all the stuff, yeah. whatever. But I've just been front row and been able to see it 
and she has really planted a seed, watered it, and watched it grow in this community on 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 a level that I haven't seen before when it comes to just sheer will and consistency and determination. So yeah, I just had yeah. to throw that out. I just had to big okay. up. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. You have been front row of Center 10. After you won that photo shoot, I was in it, and I was like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. She's come a long way. I remember the first time I shot Jasmine. It was like deer in the headlights for a couple I was minutes. Like, um, Paco, I don't know what to do here. I still have the pictures. I have all the old pictures. I didn't even publish them yet. I just left them. I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit on these and then I'm going to bring them back. When she get about bring, 40, I'm going to bring them yeah, back. Oh, out. I remember those. Oh my yeah. gosh. I do. Well, they were rough. I think you had like shells in your hair. I did. I had. Oh my god, my hair was so gorgeous though. Um, shout out to LPG and Valet. They had me in there. Um, and I think when they merged together, they did an LPG collection, and I was a it's, part of no, it. It was a Valet collection. Yeah, it was LPG. a Valet collection. Yep, yeah. Valet collection merged with LPG, and they did this big old afro. Uh, with me, I think it's like big old red lips, and I had the shirt on. So I did. I customized my own shirt because I do customize my own clothing all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's my little way of being creative because I cannot draw to save my life. No, me neither. <laughs> I can't it. draw or play a musical instrument. None of them. No, man. But all any woman on this mic. <laughs> out there, if you really want to, you know, do business for yourself, you know, buckle down, girls. Get 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 your gears in gear. You know. Do a lot of meditating. Let your know, self know that you are the shit. Because you're going to come across so many men who are going to overpraise you so they can underpay you. Yeah. Okay, write that down. They're going to overpraise you so they can underpay you. So the only way to avoid all that is to stay business. No matter what. Those, hey, let's have a dinner date. Yeah, let's have a dinner lunch. I mean, let's have a business lunch. We don't have to have a dinner date. We can have a business lunch, knock it out during the day. We're done. I have things to finish up. Mm-hmm. And then do your follow-ups, you know. Make sure everything, all, you know, you're going to come across so many people who are going to want to use you. And then some people who actually respect you. And then take the time out for each offer given. Don't don't jump on it the next day or the second day. Tell them, I, you know, have the meeting on a Saturday. And tell them I get back with you next Friday. That, get, that lets them know that you're serious and that you're actually thinking about it. And if you don't have a business partner, line, say you do. Because that lets them know that you're not by yourself thinking about this. Because as a woman, the biggest thing I can tell you is to protect yourself and protect your assets. Because, again, people will, for some odd reason, as a woman, they, like I said, will overpraise you so that way they can underpay you. So just buckle down. Um, stay goal-oriented. You know, give yourself self goals. Like this week, I'm going to talk to this many models. I'm going to sell this amount of shea butter. Because if not, self motivation is the biggest thing that you need being an entrepreneur. Because you'll just get kind of lazy and think, hey, I've been doing so good here the last two weeks. Of course, they'll remember me. No, they won't. Because McDonald's and Burger King have yet to stop making commercials. And you need to think just like them. If they aren't making, stopping making commercials, why should you? What about <laughs> this? Is something I've noticed with female entrepreneurs. They will start making, I guess, headway or whatever, however you want to put it. They'll start making good tracks along the way. Yes. And then they'll meet a man who will try and put a lid on their pot. Like, literally, yes. they'll meet a man. And they'll be like, oh, he's perfect. And the next thing you know, they haven't moved an inch in their business. They stop because most, it's a, like one of those things where women need to figure out why they're doing it for. Um, I'm doing it so that my grandkids won't have to worry about where they're going to work, for, who they're going to work for, or when they get to a certain age, can they, do they have to decide between college or technical school or being able to travel? Some women like the fact that being an entrepreneur brings you a different type of attention, so right. to speak. Right. Um, they like the way they hear other men speak of other women who are doing things in business. So it's almost like, well, I want to be that woman that they talk about. Right. And then, and like I said, and then that moment happens when you find a man who sees you and you like it. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And not realizing Hey, this person is legit just wanting you to stop what you're doing right. so you can be under them and then they can brag about it. But eventually, the reasons why y'all together are going to do window and leave. Right. And I've come across that so 
much because I'm single. Right. And so I'll date different people. You know, I'm I'm open about being a serial dater. I'll date until, you know, I figure out what I want. And I'm big on telling people that I'm dating. And that has happened uh, plenty of times. They like what I'm doing. They enjoy what I'm doing. But then they'll get me behind closed doors and want me to feel small. Right. Almost like smaller than them. And it's almost like, well... I thought you liked me because of all the things that I'm doing and all the, you know, the... And they're, they're really just trying to steal your clock, you know Yeah, what I'm my gosh, I've had that happen. <laughs> they're really trying to come in and steal your clock and just be like, you know, I'm going to use... Clout chasers. They want to lay claim to your glow. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it, I don't know what, what it is about men who, like, they'll say that they're okay with their woman doing. I won't say better than them because I don't feel like I'm better than anyone if that makes sense i feel like if i'm doing better than you then babe what do you got going on so that way i can use my platform then we'll both be great yeah, you know as a, as a team but for the most part that isn't what's happening i get it i see it all the time me and my ex-wife we did real good we're both photographers you know and we did real good together as far as trying to balance it out but the thing is we had two separate goals in sight i think yeah. Yeah. So, like, she wanted to be this style of photographer, and I wanted to be this style of photographer. You know. So that was probably our biggest struggle with us. Communication is everything, and right. I'm, I'm learning. I need to communicate a little bit better. Starting with why you here. Right, right, right. <laughs> what you, what right. you want, because, and I let everybody know before they start dating me. I really don't have time. I really can't give you a time. I can give you what times during the day to have to do things. Most of the time, I'm always running ten, fifteen minutes late but i will never stop what i'm doing um if it's business over a date i'm gonna choose business right every time make every money or spend money time make money or spend money let me let me ask you this i'm trying to get some questions in for you okay, okay now as being busy as you are would you rather someone say okay let me tag along with you or is that most no? definitely oh my gosh i am a woman's man <laughs> I am not a manly woman. I don't feel like that I am better than any man just because maybe I might be doing better than him. No, I would love to be like, here, babe, can you answer these people? Here they come. Here's my phone. Answer those phone calls for me. Hold my bags while I go talk to these people. No, I'm totally open for it. But it's just like I said, it's hard for a man not to feel like. The sit camera's the, not on him. Right, sit in the driver. I mean, sit in the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah. that's the hardest thing in America. I swear it is. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> not for Brendan. Not, not for, for me. <laughs> you do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing. We'll meet up in the end of the night and, and figure out how much money we make. But man, right. you know, right. look, fist pounded. Good you mom. know, <laughs> blue car. But no, I am totally down for help. I am most definitely down for help. Okay. All right. So. She also does a show called the, Tea Talks. The greatest yeah. talk show yeah. ever. Kind of give us a give us a quick <laughs> summary of what Tea Talks is, and then we'll get into some of these questions. Tea Talks is a place for us ladies to come together and talk openly and freely about catching orgasm in a healthy way, in a way that communicates between me and my sex part my sex partner. Uh, we are big on um, promoting marriage and going to get checked for sexually transmitted diseases. One of our slogans is that, you know, married people have the best sex, the nastiest sex. They can have sex without condoms anywhere they flip and want to because they're married. But, of course, we're not all married, and we're still having sex. I mean, people are having babies without wedlock, but when I ask those women about orgasm or one last time they went to bed, they give me this puzzled look, and it... It upsets me that you're sitting here pregnant. You don't know what orgasm right? is. Right? Like, I hear, I hear and, women talk all the time. But I'm it like, upsets me. What the fuck? You, you, know, what you don't know what an orgasm is? Okay, so what do you tell your partner? And most women just lay there and allow a man to do the experimenting. And then you catch during the his during his experimentation what you like. And during tea talks, you know, we're able to communicate. And one of our followers, you know, she came on her to say, thanks to tea talks, I had my first orgasm. Wow. Wow. Wait, she had her very Helping first orgasm. Worldwide. Right. <laughs> and here's, here's the crazy thing. Like, like I, I, I'll ask, not so much the older I get. I don't get it too much. But the 20s, the early 20s, mid-20s, you know, I asked a girl, I said, have you ever had an orgasm? She says, I think think so I, that's a negative that's, that's a negative, negative. That's you've just, never had that means you haven't 
You know would know. Just got real wet. Full body. <laughs> yes. Out of body experiments. And the there's mattress. so many different orgasms. I have this book. Um, Kudoska, a quick. How did my friend, a cool, whatever, Kudoska, to sexual practices of Kudoska. And in there, it breaks down all the different orgasms. Like, even the one, even breaks down the man's orgasm. How when he has, like, the, the pre-ejaculation mm-hmm. and like when they most mean like oh my god I'm so sorry I didn't mean it like it was just so good but majority of the time happens when they are so excited they really like you yeah. and they can't get over the fact that they're actually here so it's just like oh my god <laughs> I'm coming wait, 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 wait. so um I had a girl one time and since you know all about this stuff I had a girl have an orgasm and she cried. Oh, yeah. a I love those. Yeah. I love those. Tell us about with the artistic style. Oh, you it's are called welcome. avalanche orgasm. Right. Yeah, Ooh. it's pretty much like this. Um, avalanche, using the avalanche, can be, it cracks things open. It's, it's an opening. Right. So those avalanche orgasms, when they mm-hmm. crack open, it's a release. Right. It's a release of emotions. Mm-hmm. And you never know, like some women might go through a sexual trauma or they might go through a mental trauma where they've never had sex with someone where they actually felt the connection. Right. They was probably having sex with that person because they were trying to feel something or bond somewhere, but it never got there. But to actually feel that for the first time and that release of emotions, uh-huh. it causes a crygasm. Right. And she it was... does. And there's nothing that you can do about she it. She said... Mm-hmm. I'm so happy. <laughs> I said, what? what I'm so here? happy. <laughs> it's like a, we call so it the creative happy. orgasm, legit. Because yeah. it's just like, oh my gosh. After that, they're able to go paint. If they're writers, they can go write. Right, right. That's, that's what, I guess you got them locked for life then. Locked for life. Because it's a, it's a whole different emotion to get those cargasms. They're extremely comfortable with you. And they felt like that you were extremely there for their pleasure and not just for your own. Yeah. Okay. So it's like for the first time how sex is supposed to be, it was that. Right. It, it threw me feelings. off the first time. I was looking. I was like, are, are you crying? Are you crying? Did I do something like, wrong? You know, my mind, I instantly, I'm like... You know, what did I do? What did I do? She better call the police. I was about to say, do I need bit Mama, I promise she never said stop. Right. I know what you told me. If the girls say stop, no matter what, just stop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could. I've had a few experiences with the crygasm. The first one uh, freaked me out. But then, like, I, I, I figured out what it was. Because my first time dealing with it was, like, was my first love. And, and we had broke up. And it was, like, you know four years later type thing and we got back together and like not got, got back together in a relationship but you know we just linked up like on some hey you're single I'm single you know what I'm saying right. so then she started to cry and I kind of I, like I was like of course she's crying taking in bed back. so I'm oh, taking Lord. back but then I, I got it like, I was like okay this is a moment but then like this like the second third time it happened I was like oh this is a thing this is this is not just you know my first love and that emotion that we had this is a thing that happens and this one girl was like was on top of me she was riding but I was like doing all the work from underneath right and she like started crying while she was like shaking and everything mm-hmm. and then literally fell asleep like just like shaking convul- convulsions yeah. crying yeah. and then dropped flat on me and went straight to sleep those happen like went straight to sleep like was sleep on me for like 20 minutes and then so and, and I was just time. laying there like I, I laid there I, you know, reach my you hand over, grab I've a been cigarette. Checking the pulses. <laughs> hey, what's but I just breathing on me, so I just laid there, reached my hand over, grabbed a cigarette, and I smoked a cigarette. But she's just laying on me for like twenty minutes. I'm still inside of her, and she finally woke up and she was like, "That was the most amazing sensation I've ever." Amazing. She was like, "I've never Do had a guy." She was like, "I've never had a guy." <laughs> Like, you know, fuck me back. Right, like, right, when right. I'm riding him, she was, she was like, I didn't even know what that sensation felt like to, you know, meet in the middle. Right, right. Like, and I was like, yeah, I'm not lazy. She was like, I, that was amazing. I was like, yeah. Um, right. Are you okay, though? Like, right. Because like, you, you passed out. <laughs> Most lovers are very selfish, and that is 80% of lovers that you'll come across. Because the most time, from the first time they had sex, it might have been experimental. Then after that... You never get that full blown on. I'm here for you. We're out. You're here for me. Let's see what happens. Most of the time, it's let me just try this out. 
I've never had sex with you before. Let me just see what it's like. See, I don't. But I whatever don't, happens, I'm gonna make sure I get my nut first. I don't get that because I, I'm either ultra selfish or I, or I just think too much. Because the way I see it, the better it is for the woman, the wetter she gets, which means it's better for me. So I need you to be at the at the height of your pinnacle, because then that's more for me. Like that's like. <laughs> So I need you to feel like I'm I'm addressing all the things on your body because then it's gonna be awesome for me because I I have problems like we'll, we'll be honest on the who that I have problems with actually reaching the climax <coughs> like in in, a, in having sex and most of the time I'm not the one that has an orgasm like she does and I'm like all right cool we're done so like I need her to like be at her pinnacle so, so you're not be, climaxing B what's up with that I just don't I just take too long. Nah, hey. I take too long. Be careful now, you know the female listeners. They might come back and get you. So I, 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 I take too long. Like that's the only thing. It's not like I'm unsatisfied or anything. I just take too long because men watch a lot of porn. I do, and my uh, what I need, like you know, what I'm saying visualizations with visual people. Like men are visual. That's why we you like. See, it's dress. not like that for me though. For me, uh-huh. like. Nah, man. Man, it, I, it takes Fine. a lot to actually get me there, man. <laughs> now, listen, listen. It takes a lot, hold on, dude. Hold on. As a photographer, the visual part of it is so minor now because I know so many beautiful women that are fucking terrible on the inside. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. The visual, the visual part of it is like I don't even look, y'all. Look, I don't even masturbate on pornos. I don't even look at that shit no more. Like at 33 years old, like the last time I masturbated. I looked down at my hand. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a grown-ass man (laughs) with my dick in my hand here. Like, what am I doing, you know? So, like, I literally took a stance where I was like, I'm not masturbating anymore. I'm done with that. I'm a grown man. And, like, for me, it helped with my sex life. The sex is better. Now that I'm not jerking off all the fucking time, looking at... Flower tushy being dirty. <laughs> shout out to flower. Flower tushy. Shout out to flower. Shout out to flower. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, like for me, that shit, and like I'm really, really over just snatching up a piece of ass. So I'm really out I'm here saying. trying to do some chemistry diet. That's what I'm know? saying. Like, but I'm still such a visual person that I have to have chemistry visuals the sensation the feeling the physical feeling it's, it's so much going into it to where like i can you know be bone hard and all that and we can actually do the act and i can get you there but for me mentally it's so much going into it to where i'm like i, I right. i'm I, I, it, it, it just takes a lot a non-relationship regardless of either or you should still be having orgasm and so you gotta have a chemistry with somebody and it started off as communication, just kind of talk to them what you like, what you don't like. Because I said, a lot of us, even though we're not in a relationship, we're still having sex. Mm-hmm. And they're just experimenting, which I think is so lame. So the fact that you said, I'm trying to catch a chemistry, like, that's so important. So at least you know that helps half of the, I wonder mm-hmm. if the sex is going to be great. Because I need a heartbeat in my clitoris before we have sex, period. Right, right. The way I, I look at it, too. There. Like, dun, dun. Fellas, if you out here, is she talking about that heartbeat? heartbeat? I've got the science to that for me is me. I mean, I'm an oral guy. I go downtown. I don't go to the butthole. Y'all nasty fuckers. That's some nasty. <laughs> that's, that's some nasty. I don't eat well, chitlins. I'm not eating nasty ass. fuckers my way. <laughs> <laughs> look, so look that. Look. So I go downtown. I want at least three or four before I go back uptown. You know what I mean? Yes. And then that's why we're friends. That's why we're friends because we think the same. Right. By the time I come back up, you are already all all the way there. Yes, really. I don't have to come back up if I don't want to. If I don't want to. (laughs) Like, that's the way I want it to be. I want to get the job done, then, you know. Yes. Then do my shit. Because whatever happens from there on out, what can you say? You know I got I mean? you there. You done got there four times. It's a, I tell men, single guys, I'm like, at least do like a three to one ratio. She can't talk shit at a three to one because there's some sorry ass niggas out there that ain't getting the one. No. So if you can do the three to one, Boom. you can walk away not feeling like she gonna talk shit. Now, you know, you got your occasional, 
you know, sex addict, this, this, oh, I need 12 to 15 oh and 24. God, I'm like, I'm 33. I need 12 mm-hmm. to 15, 34 mm-hmm. hours of sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, from my experience, if, if there's a three to zero, she's going to talk shit. Like, because oh, if, yeah. if you don't come and she, and she does... Then you make her feel like there's a problem with her, yeah, and it's inadequate. And you're trying to like explain like it's not you. This is just I just don't come like that. Then she's like, "Well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong?" Uh, I'll tell you about my terrible experience. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had sex with a guy one night, and we had sex over and over again, and he just kept coming repeatedly. I was so upset to the point it was like I had to call somebody. I cannot believe this happened to me. And I didn't know what to do. I understand. It's almost like you're expecting a good sexual experience. Like, all my sexual experiences are not good. Some of them are legit. Of fun, fun. Like, what do I do with this? If somebody did, how can I get it better? And then after that, I just found me a sexual partner who fixed it for me. Shit. Uh-huh. I had, I had a bad, you know, I had a bad experience. I, like, if I'm I tired. I ran across a bad vagina. That was disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's not, we'll get there in a minute. <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm tired from work, like, if I'm tired, tired, if I've been doing physical shit all day, like, I may not have it for you. You know what I mean? Again, I'm tired. Yeah. Sleepy. If I'm high, like, that's something that a lot of people are going to disagree with me on. Yeah, but if I'm high, if I'm like, if I'm only like, I either have to be really, really high or I have to be completely sober. But if I'm like, if I smoke like a, a joint, you're not getting nothing out of me. My brain is somewhere else right now. I'm being creative. I want to go write or do something else. I don't feel like even in the midst of having sex, I'm thinking about what I'm going to do after we're done with this. So mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing for you. Like, I mean, I still might get you there. But mm. that's a that's me shooting in the dark. If I'm high, it just throws me off. It's happened. Like some like some people get whiskey dick, you know? Due to the length of this podcast, this will be a two part episode. We will do midweek episode. So we've got about another hour and thirty minutes. So I'm gonna break it up into two parts. I'll probably release it right before the weekend. So, yeah, tune in, come back, you'll hear the second part of the female entrepreneur episode. Oh